This week on the podcast, before the MCU, there was MUA, as this week we add Marvel Ultimate Alliance to the podcast, to the uh, endless list on the podcast. Welcome, Tommy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? Uh, I'm doing excellent. You can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us at It's So Bad uh, Pod at or uh, at It's So Bad Pod. It's So Bad Pod at Gmail dot com is the email address. Um, and we are adding this week Marvel Ultimate Alliance, a game that I've always wanted to play to the endless list of video games. Um, Tommy, you made the selection. Um, yeah, I kind of I think I originally wanted to do X Men Legends or X Men Legends Two, but when you said Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I was like, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, um, I mean, Two is a great game. Uh, uh, X Men Legends One is kind of like if you've already played Two, it's like the lamest thing in the world where you just got you've just got like eight characters and one of them is kind of this. Uh, they're in she's in the comic she's like magma or something um but she's kind of this like newcomer role for the video game that you spend most of the game playing and she's i don't know (laughs) not great not great yeah um so funny thing about me playing this game i played so first off this game came out on xbox pc ps2 ps3 but it also, I found out today, it came out on PS4 and uh, Xbox One uh, in 2016. But they took it down from the store because they lost the license, mm. which is crazy. Um, originally came out in 2006, but I played this game. Um, I went out of my way. I already had it on PS2. I went out of my way to buy it on PS3. It was a PS3 launch game. Mm. Um, and It was also a Wii I, launch game, if I remember right. Um, was it? might have been. Um, I think so. But yeah, I don't. Re- so I was like, I was, I waited outside for a Wii, uh, and w- I've waited outside for two consoles, the Wii and for the Switch. Um, and I waited all night outside of a Target. But I don't remember the Marvel Ultimate Alliance being there. I remember specifically like Excite Truck. Maybe it came out bu- like a month later. Then I just remember everybody was playing it like not long afterwards. Yeah. So I really want to 2000- say it was a launch title though. I was there for the launch of the Wii, and I was there for the launch of the Switch. And what else did I... I remember... No, I was kind of there for the launch of some Call of Duty thing. (laughs) But I was there for an entirely different game. They were like, "Uh, we would form two lines, but there's only one of you, so you just stand there. (laughs) Yeah, the other. I think the only other thing I waited for um was a wow expansion i forget what it was called the one with the big dragon after uh the winter one uh which i also i'm having terrible time remember names but everybody oh, who cataclysm? plays WoW under- yes i waited outside for cataclysm because i was like deep into warcraft world of warcraft at that time i definitely was not but i remember cataclysm because the one time i played through world of warcraft i played as a goblin and their opening is tied to cataclysm 
Yeah, because that's when they were added, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but yeah, so Marvel back to Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out 2006, same year as we said. The Wii came out that year, so Wii Sports came out. Uh, Zelda, Twilight Princess, also Gears of War, Okami, Final Fantasy 12, uh, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls game, Bully, Dead Rising. Mm. Um, in Great that pantheon, year. we we don't have very many games from that year. I don't think we have a mm. we we have a couple, but uh 2006 let's look up our, we have one can we game do from bully and red dead redemption 2 in the same year yeah of course we can okay scourge hive is the only game from 2006 we have on there which was a gba and ds game um but yes so marvel ultimate alliance 2006 uh we are uh, so before uh, this i got sidetracked here um but before i came on to do this podcast i went out of my way and got the ps3 copy of this ps3 launch game it was definitely a ps3 launch game um and what it ended up what ended up happening was i played it and i was like the frame rate sucks on this and it looks weird um and it did and i I, and i don't know if you recall but the ps3 at launch had a ton of issues Mm. with games um and so i went back and i played uh the ps2 version right before we did this i played through the first level and oh my god it was so much better like smooth as butter frame rate and it didn't look better but it just played so much better than the ps3 copy Mm. so i'm really sad that i played the ps3 version but it definitely made me like this game more um when i played the ps2 version earlier today yeah i originally played on the ps2 version we bought a you remember the ps well you have a ps2 but we had the the little mini ps2 the slim or whatever Slim, yeah Um, and that only had two slots for controllers so we had to buy uh the four-way adapter uh for it but it was a crew of me and my brother and uh, his two best friends. We were Mr. Fantastic. I was Mr. Fantastic. My brother was uh, Daredevil. Um, and his friends were the Silver Surfer, Orblade, and Iron Man. Um, and we played through that game so many times that summer. It was like we owned it. Um it's really weird how there are way different playable characters across the different versions. So the Xbox PS2 and PC have different characters in the 360 PS3 uh, and Wii. So (laughs) I don't know why. So like the Xbox and PS2 version are missing uh, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Colossus, Cyclops, Dr. Doom as a playable character. Uh, just uh, no. as a note on that, I actually have the final edition for Xbox 360, and that has every character. Yeah, that's the only one that has every character, except Captain Marvel is not in that one, and mm. neither is Black Widow as a playable character. Yep. I'm looking at the list right now. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there are there are a ton of characters, though, across all of the Marvel Universe. I guess yeah. the most popular ones that would be in there um, in the, the mid-2000s. Uh, but you got your Deadpools, you got your Doctor Stranges, your Ghost Riders, your Hulk was only in the 360 DLC for some reason. Um, you have Luke Cage, you have Moon Knight in some of them, Nick Fury, who's a major character in this whole game, Mc- Spider-Woman. McNary. Nick Fury. Um, Nick Fury. I originally played as Mr. Fantastic, and then I became so good as Mr. Fantastic, I could clear a room of enemies before anyone else got hidden. So I was the only one leveling up and the only one getting any money. <laughs> um, 
So we should talk about the structure of this game. It's an action RPG in that was very, very much influenced by Diablo. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But you have like your attack, your light attack, your heavy attack. You can grab people, you can jump, and then you have special moves. And there are three or four special moves. I think there's four, right? Mm. Uh, yeah, there's four. Uh, some of them are passive. Technically, each character gets like seven or eight or nine, and you have to choose yeah, four right. for your buttons. One of them is always like the ultimate move, uh, and that's the the upper button. Your Y, your um, whatever triangle, your triangle. Um, yeah. So sometimes you'll, if you want to use a passive, you'll have to assign it to one of the buttons, I think. And no, no, a passive is always. Sorry, I'm getting caught up in the uh, little details. <laughs> yeah i mean i play i think who did i play as the most probably spider woman for some reason i enjoyed her um i also played as the thing a lot i played as deadpool because he had a cool te teleport but i tried to play as everybody um or as many people as i could deadpool um if you do a double jump he teleports across the screen which was i think he's the only person that does that I although is nightcrawler in the game Nightcrawler's in the 360 DLC, so I didn't okay, get to so Nightcrawler. He can do that, too. <laughs> and yeah. he could do that back in uh, X-Men Legends, too. Basically, a large part of the 360 DLC is like, oh, let's just put all the X-Men in there. It's the same engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they basically... I, there's a there's a very cool um, hour-long interview between Game Informer and some devs who worked on Marvel Ultimate Alliance that I watched this afternoon. Annoyingly, YouTube literally every three minutes gave me an ad for that video. I don't know why, but they, uh, they, they shed some light on the development, which was interesting. And I guess they basically... The guy described, the developer described X, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance as a mod for X-Men Legends 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we just caught, we basically copied all of the code and just added uh, where we could to, to, some, to have more broader Marvel characters. So yeah. uh, I thought that was interesting. Pretty but yeah, much. this is a, I would say, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go on. Go. Well, so I would say between the entire series... As I said, X-Men Legends 1 is kind of just trash. Um, it's got... it. No, I just don't like it. Um, <laughs> X-Men Legends 2 has the best story. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance has the best character interactions. Actually, maybe okay. I, I played X-Men Legends 2 when I was like 16 years old. What, what the hell did I know about story back then? <laughs> I feel like I, ne I never had this game when I was in college um, or any of these games. Uh, we were more like playing the... I remember playing Manhunt and like Resident Evil 4 when I was in college because this is when I was in college. And um, yeah, I just never... We never had the X-Men Legends games. But I, if I had, I would we would have played the shit out of these games. Yeah. That's what's so satisfying about them is that you you can play as all these characters. That's what's frustrating about X Men Legends one and what's been frustrating about Marvel Ultimate Alliance two and Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, where it's like, okay, uh, we're gonna put you completely on rails. You have to be these particular characters for large portions of the game, and it, it's it like Mar Marvel Ultimate Alliance takes the reins off you having to be a particular set of characters at the first checkpoint. Right. And you can just pick, like, almost anybody. There's a large number of people, but you get, like, Doctor Strange later, you get, like, uh, who else do you get later? Um, uh, Daredevil is... We had to Jean unlock Grey. Daredevil. We had 
Daredevil's like really hard to unlock. Um, Gene Gary, you have to rescue after playing Pitfall. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Activision uh, inside joke there, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, made by Raven Software, who still exists. They actually unionized. Uh, a large portion of their company. I think they're like QA team or something. Yeah. Um, but they've been uh, on like earlier COD or something for like the last forever. They're like a support studio now. I don't think they really do uh, direct development of stuff. They more like will do QA or other st- like bug fixes or like net code. Yeah. Um, I don't think they do like the actual like super uh, in-depth game design. Or I that desperately wish they'd put them back on like like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 4 or whatever. Did you probably better just like I played like I played like an hour of 3 and just became increasingly tired of what I was being given. <laughs> uh that's funny. Um Yeah, I mean, so this game uh came out after obviously X-Men Legends 2. X-Men Legends 2 came out a year before Marvel Ultimate Alliance just in terms of how much they copied uh, or had to probably copy. But uh, Raven Software, um uh, based in Madison, Wisconsin, oddly enough, um they uh previewed before the X-Men Legends games, they made the Star Wars Jedi Knight games. Uh they made Heretic and Hexen. They made Quake 4. Um, so they had a they have pretty good pedigree, and then they were acquired by Activision and kind of gutted in terms of their. I think the the people who made the games went other places, and they just use them as a support studio now. Yep, that's what happens. But this is a, this game came out in two thousand six, which is an interesting time for Marvel, um, which is kind of like the waning days of Spider Man as a movie franchise, and also uh, the X Men original movie franchise as well and we're just about to get to the mcu phase so they probably gave raven a lot more creative control over what they could do um or actually they did according to the developers uh, in the interview i watched uh and i guess marvel just had to approve the final version as opposed to it being like we all hands on deck everybody needs to make sure that we get the story right they have like severe restrictions on what they can do Um, yeah so 2006 interesting time i I forget when marvel was still independent yeah. When did Iron Man come out? Oh, I don't know. 2009? Something like that. 2008. Um, yeah, that's something I really like about this, is just the X-Men are there. Which is something I miss <laughs> about the MCU. Though at times it's like hard to explain, where it's like, hey, we got all these superheroes and that's a thing, but we also have these other superheroes who are hunted by the government. <laughs> We don't like them, but it's because they're genetically different. <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. We'll be interesting for the MCU to explore that over the next uh, four years or so. Um, but yeah. So this game, um, as we said, Diablo, very much Diablo-inspired, kind of like a beat-em-up at the same time. Uh, the RPG elements are, are kind of light, but you can upgrade your moves, you can upgrade like your defense, you can upgrade costumes, too. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, you just kind of walk around and you beat the shit out of things. Um, there are, let's see, a lot of different levels. Not a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven different levels across five acts. Um, and you are basically exploring the Marvel Universe. You go from, uh, doing S.H.I.E.L.D. shit to Atlantis to fucking Arcade's Murder Worlds. What? Yep. And then Mephisto's Realm. And oh, and you rescue at- Blade in Murder World. <laughs> And are uh, you rescue Jean Grey too? Oh, right? where do you rescue Blade? Uh, probably Mephisto. I don't know. I didn't get that far. 
Uh, oh, Asgard. Was... No, you save them from like a a carnival or something. Oh. There's Asgard, Niflheim, yep. she Shi'ar starship, Skrull planet, Doom's castle. Uh, like they just crammed as much Marvel shit as they could in this game for yeah. better or worse. Uh, like that's the main selling point of the game is that there is so much goddamn Marvel shit in this game. Like if you have a favorite character, like some favorite stupid obscure like the best friend of a best friend of a superhero's brother, uh, they're probably in this. One of the things that kind of bugged me about this game are, is that the uh, there's not really a lot of tutorialization around the RPG elements. Um, you just kind of like I didn't really know they existed for a pretty long time. Oh yeah, while playing this game. Um, they like oh, they comes up like you have points to spend. All right, bye. We're not going to bug you with this info window, <laughs> but your your feet are glowing. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. But then um, everybody levels up, and then everybody's feet are glowing. You're just like, huh? Everybody's feet glows. <laughs> you're like, what does this do? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so um, I think I like yeah. So each of the the characters moves, and we t we talked about it a little bit, but like there are some that are ranged. Like uh, Deadpool, for example, has guns. Captain America throws his shield. Uh, Spider Man shoots out his webs to web people, and then there are like melee focused ones, and then there are. People who um, fly, really big guys like the Hulk and the Thing. Yeah, yeah. So you got a pretty wide variety in terms of who you can choose. Um, and then there are boss fights. And I think the boss fights is really what they focused on in terms of gameplay elements. Um, a lot of the boss fights are gimmicky, right? So they're yeah. like, you have to hit a button and then they get sucked down a drain in Atlantis. Um, or you have to... Uh, wait for him to explode and then go after him for like three hits and then back up. There was one that I got stuck on because I played as a single player where I forget what the name of the, the bad guy was, Greg but it Argoyle. was in, yes, Greg Argoyle in Mandarin's uh, temple where he b brings in healers and I just couldn't do enough damage to him to or to the healers to quickly kill, kill them. And I was like, God damn it. They're like, I didn't, and I was like, I didn't want, I was like stubbornly not going to level up to kill other play people or find different <laughs> enemies to kill. But I eventually got it. I just had to try like a million different strategies. But yeah, there were. I think the boss fights are pretty interesting in terms of them. I saw, I didn't get this far, but Galactus is a bad guy. There's a boss fight at one point. Yep. Galactus is that in it. That's sick. Yeah. Um, That's all Galactus. we want, Disney. Just give us Galactus. <laughs> give us Galactus. <laughs> no, seriously, that's like all... And the uh, X-Men. Where, where where could Marvel go? And really, uh, in terms of like their big bad, I just want every end credit sequence, sequence to be Galactus moving slowly ever closer to the Earth. That's what I want for the next five toes. years. <laughs> just give me that for the next five years. Please, for the love of God. Um, but yes, that's where we are. Um, but yeah, this game, uh, I, when I was playing it, did not particularly enjoy it, to be honest with you. And then I played the PS2 version this for like an hour this evening. And I was like, holy fuck, I actually kind of like this game and I want to put and play more of it, which is really sad for me. Um, but I like it for what it is. Um, I think it's pretty fun. I think it's like, I think this game would do a lot better if they put it on the Switch, the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. If they put this game on Steam, like that game, 
Yeah. I don't know if did it ever, did it ever get a Steam. I don't think I've ever got a Steam release. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. I, I think it's think just so. on the Switch. Uh, I feel like it would be it would sell a lot more if it was on the the Steam. Yeah, I'm just seeing Marvel versus Capcom here. Yeah, because uh, you want that like online play and online play on Switch fucking blows. So um, it'd be cool if they had like more. If they, like, greatly expanded it and made it into, like, a, I don't want to say, like, an ongoing game, but that this game feels kind of like it would naturally lend itself to an ongoing ongoing game. Like a game that they just continually add up to, like a, a Destiny-style game. Yeah. Though that was a big problem with uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, was that they did so much in the first game that's like, okay, we've kind of run out of stuff to do. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we yeah. team up with the villains, maybe, but that was kind of the plot of X Men Legends too. <laughs> um, yeah, because they just they make these like sandboxes for Marvel content, um, so that it's fun. Uh, I would say uh, one thing I will say is too I, in the interview I was reading um, or, or listening to uh, the Wii version originally had Link in it and Samus was in it as well and they had to take it out because Nintendo wouldn't allow them to put it in there. Oh, which I think is very funny. Um, they definitely yeah, would curi- today. Maybe. I'm curious how the Wii, Wii version plays and if you, to, if you have to waggle. You'd have to ask Encore for that one. He, he definitely oh, played when we were in high school. And so, Tommy, where does this game rank on our endless list of video games, which currently goes from number one, Super Mario 64, all the way down to number 182, Dark Castle. This is our 183rd entry. Well, I don't think it's worse we have than a, Dark Castle. Um, no, no. We have a lot of uh, 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 comic book games on here. So we have, like, Spider-Man, Return of the Sinister Six. What else do we have? Spider-Man for the GameCube, Spider-Man 2. Do we have a X-Men place where all the, the Spider-Man games have, like, grouped up? No, they're all over the place. I mean, they're generally, like, hmm. the Return of the Sinister Six is one of, like, the worst games of all time. I would imagine when we put in the PS4 Spider-Man game, that will be very high in comparison. So, so they're kind of all, all over the place. So I don't know. So I guess my feeling is kind of whatever you're feeling, because on one hand, I'm like, this is a game that delivers on what you want. And we didn't even talk about how there's, like, all these, like, conversations written between like the npcs and the characters you might play and you never know when one of your characters might have a unique conversation with an npc and that like kind of increases the replayability of like playing through with different characters so you can see all the different interactions yeah like greg argoyle uh talking to spider woman and and saying oh spider man woman you're so attractive oh I love the way you look. And Spider-Woman being like, I can't control the pheromones that release from my body. It was a really <laughs> weird interaction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, at the same time, it is a bit janky and, like, slow, and you gotta fit, fight hordes of, like... Where are those guys in the yellow, like, aim, aims, aim guys? Oh, yeah. So a lot yeah. of the gameplay gets a little samey. So I love it. I love it for what it is. I'm so happy it exists. It it's not the greatest game in the world. Um, I 
I, I think that we have a good spot. Let me just let me spell this out for you. So, 97 is Diablo, and I don't think this game is better than Diablo. It's like a Diablo-like game. But number 103 is Spider-Man 2, and I actually think that this game is better than Spider-Man 2, um, which was like a GTA Spider-Man game in 2004, which was wild. Um, so, like, I think this game is probably better than Pilot Wings. I don't really like Pilot Wings. Um, I, I don't know. I've We're never had much fun with it any time I've played it. So where do you, do you want to, how about number 99? Is that good? Yeah, just to give it some space between Diablo so we don't start having an action RPG pile up there. <laughs> yeah, well, we Unless have Act Razor is an action RPG. Oh, right. Crystals is an action RPG, so oh, okay, there's a so, little bit of pile up. Yeah, there we I go. It's, a, it's piling up. So 99, is that good? We Gucci? Yeah. Okay. And, and you want to? fight in it at all more anymore what i i already conceded <laughs> okay. okay uh do you like i don't know i can't put it under crystallis because i haven't played that or kung fu okay we're putting it at 99 then you haven't played kung fu god damn man maybe i did i don't remember get some history in you I'm just saying, there's a lot of video games where two guys stand on separate ends of an arena and punch each other. That is a common... Um, Kung Fu's more of a beat-em-up. It's yeah. like side-scrolling beat-em-up. But... Oh, yeah, more like River City or... Yeah, it's like one of the first, so... But nevertheless, congratulations to Marvel Ultimate Alliance, our number 99, entering the top 100 for the video games um it released on so many different platforms um but yes we added it to the list today um what do you know what we're doing next week for the podcast uh we are doing halo 3 well you are That's doing right. halo 3 i'm going to i'm going to do other things everybody get ready for another dose of halo as we add halo 3 to the endless list of video games next week our uh, third entry from the series um and yeah we'll be back next week but tommy thank you so much for coming on this week uh thank you for having me mike we'll see you then next week then something